Simple pleasures like buttering my ass, 
lollipops in my mouth. That's just me. That's just something that I enjoy. Call me crazy. Call me a pervert. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide bad Yeah, ass. Hey, buddy. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Good morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Yes, it is Monday. We made it to a Monday. It sucks, but we're going to march through it. I promise you that. Look, we got celebrity ass deathmatch today. The Battle of Cereal. Oh, it's going to be epic. Epic stuff. That's what I'm telling you. Hope you had a good weekend. I had a good weekend. Uh, I'll tell you about it here. I, I relaxed a lot. That's one thing I did. Uh, let's get the good mornings out of the way. There's a big battle for who's first. little battle you people have. Freddie Kid was first. Uh, she's calling all week. Mm, okay. But like I said, Charles rule. Uh, Straight Fire says, Braddy, 11 hours ago, makes you first on Sunday. Happy freaking Monday, ass. Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Congrats on being first day straight fire. Oh, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, Alicia says, good morning, y'all. Arise says, good morning. Dave Co. top of the morning to you, my friend. Derek Olson says, good morning, ass family. Boo, Monday. Had a great weekend up on the trail. Don't you mean Jeep end? Yeah. Oh, I'm just messing with you. I, that's good. That's good. And Hangtown Jen, good morning to you as well, well, I, there, lots of stuff going over the weekend. I mean, we look, we're, and we're going to talk about a lot of it, I promise. Ugh, just craziness. Uh, by the way, big thanks going out to Christopher. Christopher, you are the man, my friend. Great job again going out and reviewing the movies. Oh, man, he went, you, I tell you what, you took one. There it is. That's for you, Christopher. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm still sitting down. I mean, it's not that big. You went to the movies. But uh, you went and saw Snake Eyes, the new uh, relaunch of G.I. Joe. Now, you write in there, and it's so brilliant what you wrote. Why would you reboot the franchise with a character that doesn't even fucking talk? Uh, he, he said his review is up there. Uh, on all social media, it, it look it it looked dumb to me, and I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That would have been the one I saw this week, and there are a couple. Uh, I think Jungle Cruise is coming out. I, I'm not sure. I don't know what's coming out. Fucking Hollywood, they'll probably shut everything down with this new Delta Epsilon Lombada. I don't know all these frayed things. Shit, it's terrible. Um, let's see. What did I do this weekend? Mm. I, I, I do have a question I, uh, about something I saw a lot of this weekend. Uh, what is with guys in their, I don't know, they 20s? By the way, we, we've all noticed there, young men, that you're wearing shorter shorts now. Well, isn't that mighty fucking John Stockton-ish of you? That you've got the tight running shorts on now and you're thinking you're cool, but, well, the real quick fact is you're not. Either that or you have the, the matching swimsuit and pants, or in top. Hey, w- what's going on? I- is this the new trend to look like our fucking dads? 
back in the 60s when they thought they were cool, but they were a generation behind. You got some sort of Hawaiian print pants and same-ass Hawaiian print shirt. You, you, you know what? You, you look like, honestly, you look like you're at a special needs park. I'm just saying. That's, that's what you look like. You look like that kid. Uh, in front 44, good morning to you, my friend. Derek says, hell yeah, it was an awesome Jeep in. There you go. I have a couple of friends that listen to that other show that have been trying to get over to the family, but they like to suffer, and they were complaining about that. I will continue to push them. Well, hey, please do. Please, please do. I'm here, man. I'm here every day, Monday through Friday, most of the time. Uh, let's see what else. They, yeah, I noticed that. This this new thing now where they're, they're, they're wearing the same. No, it's stupid. And, like, guys are going out in public that way together, like in groups of guys. By the way, by th- this whole idea, man, nothing makes me cringe more than somebody wearing the same shit as me. I am an individual. Let me be me. I'm a peacock. Let me fly. Oh, God almighty. That, that is horrendous. Unless you're on a sporting event team, then you're good to go. When you're going out to the club or to some beach party and you don't live anywhere near a beach, it's a pool party. And God, this is the bad part now. And look, it was my generation that issued this in. But we wouldn't, this is too far. Guys that have to get outfits for pool parties, too far. Too far. Hey, hey, if you ain't got a pair of uh, a swim trunks, just, just make you some cutoffs. T-shirt, that, that's pool party attire. Pool party attire does not include a collared shirt. Can, can we all agree to that? Like, if you're going to a, a barbecue slash pool party, the only collared shirt that maybe is available, maybe you got like a leg injury and you can't get in the pool, so you show up and you're wearing like a polo shirt. Okay. But but the idea of a button-up, come on, you're at a pool party. Douglas says, wear your birthday suit. Yeah. Oh, okay. This new generation with all your beard product and everything, you, you, you know what? You are making us really, really upset. You're making all us people in the glass just waiting to be broken out. We might break the glass and start whooping your ass. Oh, I need some product for my beard. Shut up. You know, we, we used to have product for beard. It was called Pert. Yeah, it's shampoo. Adam J says, Buenos dias, Arnie and ass family. Going to... Uh, Dorado fishing today and bringing ass along with me. Awesome. I imagine he's out on a boat. He's going fishing. Ain't no motherfuckers bought an outfit for that out that, that outgoing. Nowadays, guys got to get outfits. Ooh, you get the blue one. You get the aqua marine. I want the melon colored one. If I didn't know this, I would say, if you're a guy and you know what melon is, color-wise, you could have seen one up close. But I I know what melon color is, uh, unfortunately, because I have taste, because my mother raised me the right way. 
Jesus. Enough about that. Have I ranted enough? Watch an awesome special about Leonard Skinner. It's like on Axis Channel. Uh, pardon me, but do you have some leave-in conditioner for my beards? Hipsters 2021. Hey, look, man. I, I said, this is how I can tell if you're gay. If you have ever asked or answered that question, what product do you put in your beard? Either way, gay. Sorry. You're not welcome around here anymore. Dave Coe says, I know what melons are. I've seen them many times. There you go, Dave Coe. Yeah, I, I mean, anybody. Oh, conditioner, I need, I need to shave this out. I need to brush it out. People, like, color their beards. Come on, man. Just just age. Just enjoy it. Man, I, I thought about, like, trying to dye my goatee a few years ago. I, I just, I, I couldn't pull the trigger. No, I, I just couldn't do it, man. I'm going to go gray. Go gray. Age. Guys, guys, we do it gracefully. We don't, we're not the ones that have to hide from everything. I used to know a guy. I worked with him for a long time. That motherfucker would wear foundation, like, to work. I'm like, dude, you, you, you're, you're, uh, you're on the radio or, or whatever that job was. Dude, what what a guy is doing wearing that stuff? I mean, we aren't we aren't filming the next Dharma and Greg. <sighs> I don't have the dedication to have a beard that majestic, right? Oh man. Thank you, Brian, for this story. We got to do this story later, though. We can't do it now. Open there. I got to send it to myself. Then we can go on. All right, there we go. All right, now, I got a little story to tell you from this weekend. A little story. It's story time with Grandpa Arn. So all kids gather around. It's story time. I'm going to tell you about a guy by the name of Lewis Sokolexis. Now, if anybody already knows the story, keep quiet. I want everybody to hear about Lewis Sokolexis. Now, he was a professional baseball player. Played for a team. From 1897 to 1899. He only lived a few years after that. He's a man who suffered of tuberculosis, alcoholism, things like that. Things that plagued people of the late 1800s. Now, he did play baseball professionally. Until his career was shortened after he jumped out of a two-story window at a brothel. Hurt his ankle, but hey, he still played. He didn't miss games. He played and it affected his play. So he ended up leaving baseball in 1899. 
The team that he played for, as family, they were the Cleveland Spiders. Not now you're saying, wait, wait, wait a second. Hold on. Let me go through my major league camp. No, no, we don't we don't have a Cleveland Spider. Well, well, let me let me go on. Uh they changed it to the Cleveland Naps a few years later, and that didn't go over well. So in 1915, sports writers asked were asked to come up with a new name for the Cleveland Naps. And a young girl in Cleveland actually wrote to the sportscasters and said, you should name them after Lewis Sock Alexis. You see, Lewis Sock Alexis was born in the Penascot Indian Reservation near Old Town, Maine. His grandfather was chief of the Bear Clan. He is a Native American who went to Holy Cross and played baseball. She suggested they name the Cleveland Naps, the Cleveland Indians, to honor the life and legacy of Lewis Sock Alexis. And that is where the Cleveland Indians name comes from. And if you weren't here Friday, you didn't hear that the Cleveland Indians changed their name to the Cleveland Guardians because it's offensive to Indian people. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. I, I, I left something out. No, no, no. It, it, it's offensive to guilty white people. The woke has canceled the name that is honoring a Native American baseball player in Cleveland. This is a, look, look, look. This, I saw this story in three different places this week, and I didn't know this. I, I, I honestly didn't. This is the first time I'm reading. That should make you sick to your stomach that today's society, and I, I saw something awesome, oh, so good, uh, in, in pictures this morning. It was a meme, maybe, of that Megan Chapineau chick, the, the soccer gal who likes to take a knee for the national anthem so she can show, you know, that she stands up for the, for the oppression of black people in this country. In that same picture, there is a black woman standing for the national anthem. So th- this whole guilt that's going around out there, the, the the Megan chick, you have nothing to do with it. Look, look, I think this. I think everybody is privileged in some way or another. Oh, you were just born privileged. Everybody was. And it just depends on if you take advantage of it or not. Well, fuck him. The woke is redefining what words mean and banning them. 
Way to go, white people, fucking things up with the brown people and trying to sell yourself as being virtuous for your movement. Isn't it amazing that not only was it to honor this man, but it was a kid. It was a little girl who wrote the sports writers. So the woke community is saying, fuck you, little girl. Oh, and Lewis, fuck you too. Amazing. But it look, the hits don't in there for white people. Are you ready for this? Addict Brian sent me this uh, over the weekend. Hold on. So I, I want to see this here. Let me make sure I have it still. Okay, this is a new request. Xavier and I just talked about this and about Aunt Jemima Syrup. Isn't it a slap in the face of their legacy that she was removed from the bottle? Yes, to protect her from racism. Was it not a sense of pride to be the creator of such syrup and to be seen and known? Yes. And that's why she was one of this country's first ever black millionaires. Because they bought her recipe from her. He's more than just a player. He's a legend because what he represents, yes. This was in Pacific Avenue, uh, Sweet Dallas. Not exactly. That's the Dallas Justice Now College Pledge. We are hoping uh, to write you because we understand that you are white and live within the Highland Park Independent School District and thus benefit privileges taken at the expense of communities of color. But I'm going to continue reading this. Okay, so they put these all over the place in Highland Park, which is a hidey-toity part of town. Whether you know it or not, you earned or inherited your money through oppressing people of color. However, it also... (laughs) It is also our understanding that you are a Democrat and supporter of Black Lives Movement, which makes you one of our white allies and put you in a position to help correct these cruel injustices. We need you to step up and back up your words with action and truly sacrifice to make our segregated city more just. We are asking, this is underlined, we are asking you to pledge that your children will not apply or attend any Ivy League school or U.S. News and World Report World Report Top 50 School. If you do not have children under 18, then we ask you to pledge to hold your white privileged friends, family, and neighbors with children to this standard. These schools have afforded white families privilege for generations. Having your children attend these schools takes away spaces from students of color who rarely need job opportunities, uh, uh, education, and influence that these schools provide. Last paragraph here. We know that this sounds like a tough commitment to make, but it is truly disheartening to see wealthy white folks sending charitable donations, posting Black Lives Matter on social media, or putting up yard signs as if to say that minimal effort is all they're prepared to do for the fight for racial justice. The quest for justice requires commitment from our white allies, and we thank you in advance. 
for your anticipated cooperation in making such a commitment. Thank you for helping our city more just that. To sign the pledge, please visit dallas.justice.org. What, what, where, where, where do I start? Where, where, look, mm, man, my mouth is watering over this one. My mouth is watering over this one. Because I'll say this right now. This was, and it's addressed to the person. I don't know this person, but she put this online to show what is going on in Highland Park. Well, he says, what the fuck? Last I checked, you get more money and more incentives if you're any but, uh, but white for college. This is so fucking retarded. That, that, you're getting ahead of me. Um, you inherited your money through oppressing people of color? Well, what if, uh, what if this person is black and lives in Highland Park? Have you ever thought about this? I, I want you to seriously think about this. That at one time in this country, oh, and I'm going to say something that only the crazy alt-right would say. One time in this country, there were black people that owned slaves. Okay? When the slaves were brought over by the Dutch, look that up. They were all part of tribes in Africa. Correct? Who sold them in Africa? Just wondering. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. So, uh, once again, this whole inherited thing and this whole oppression, um, I'm here to tell you that everyone has been oppressed and no one in this, I, I, I mean, short of being like a sex slave or something right now, there's not a whole lot of real oppression. I mean, compared to what we've seen in this country. And, and yes, there are still slaves that are in this country, whether they're sex slaves, whether they work for Nike over in China. I don't know. Uh, they are an ally until they aren't needed anymore. Yeah, lies aren't the only white people enslave other people. That is correct. I mean, if everybody wants to say the Jews, the people that were in Israel were brown, well, then I guess the Egyptians got the last of the white Jews. Um, okay, so let's see. Uh, you're a Democrat and supporter of Black Lives Matter. Uh, a lot of people probably do that so you don't break their windows because you obviously know where they live and you're going to show up at their house with this letter. Um, by the way, uh, we sacrifice to make our segregated city more just. I don't know anywhere in the entire city of Dallas where it is uh, white only. I don't know that. There is. I, I have never seen it. I've lived here for... 30 of my almost 50 years I have lived in Texas. I have never seen that. <coughs> mm, almost choked on a piece of ice. So if you want to live in Highland Park, look. Sorry, real estate is expensive. Location, location, location. 
If you want to live in Highland Park and you have the money to afford to live in Highland Park, then you can buy in Highland Park. Last I checked. Uh, Let's see. Why would you not have your children apply to a the best school they could go to? You know, there are some rich people that try to teach their kid the right way to do things. And a lot of those kids have to earn their way. Sure, Hollywood doesn't show it off. And of course, you know, we don't want we want to hate a rich kids in school. Some of those rich kids work their ass off, whether they want to become the CEO of daddy's business later on in, in life. And daddy ain't an idiot. Daddy got money how? By building this company. He ain't going to hand, hand it off. Look, the world isn't fucking Billy Madison. So you, you're going to, now you're going to destroy it because you're so guilty. You're going, you're willing to not make the next generation better? Because, you see, every generation has done that since the beginning of time. You're asking something to happen that doesn't happen naturally. Every generation leaves more to the next generation. And so on. And so on. And so on. Now you're saying, no, we we don't want you to do that. We, we, we don't want you to actually be part of the society. Boy, who, who's, the, uh, who's the segregationist now? Uh, these schools have awarded white privileged generations, and they have uh, taken away spaces of color. Now, now, that isn't true because Harvard has a designated number of people of color that can get in there that are Asian. Now, are they not considered people of color anymore? Harvard only takes so many Asian kids per semester. And they're being investigated for it to see if that's fair or not. Of course it's not fair. Of course it's not fair. Look, 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 look. This idea that anything is fair anymore. First of all, nothing was fair. Life is not fair. The Asian kids would probably all go to fucking all of Harvard would be Asian every year, probably. My friend's parents are prominent dim politicians in California. I met him at Silly College. He works in a large retail chain, started making their base pay. He has to buy his own shit. I know he's not lying because I've been to his parents' ginormous and secluded home. I've also met his parents. He's normal. Yeah. Look, look, there, look. They're fine people. These people are insane. We know it's a tough commitment to make, what, to ruin your your kids' lives down the future? If your kid is a natural at biology and things like that, and you don't fucking foster that to become some sort of doctor or surgeon, maybe they are the ones that are going to cure cancer. But since you signed off on this fucking stupid pledge, now he's going to be a manager of Dick Sporting Goods. And there's nothing wrong with that. Except you chose his career for him.
Good job. Good job letting that guilt. Well, at least the guilt will eat a whole generation and a half until that generation says, fuck you, we ain't going to do this. We want ours. This country is so fucking out of out of their head. Mm-mm-mm. Now, <laughs> our guy Joe, our poor guy Joe, I finally got some of the uh, the drops. Th- th- this is what I got from him. Th- this was his town hall meeting, I, and I have not looped this. I haven't messed with it. You you, you got the vaccination? Yeah. Are you, are you okay? I mean, you seem, no, it works. Or, you you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad or, 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 or the neighbor or when you go to church or when you're, no, I, I, I really mean it. There are trusted interlocutors. Oh, Think of the people. If, if your kid wanted to find out whether or not there were, there's a man on the moon or whatever, you know, something, or, you know, whether those aliens are here or not. What? You know, who are the people they talk to beyond the kids who love talking about it? What? What does that have to do with COVID, Joe? He went rambling on. Former White House doctor turned congressman rep Ronnie Jackson says he is, quote, terrified for our country. By the way, thank God that nobody watched that. The ratings fucking were almost as low as the Olympics, but we'll get to that in a bit. They say he needs a cognitive exam right now. Right now. And this is what Joe said. Neil Smith, an old butt buddy. Are you here, Neil? What? Neil, I miss you, man. A butt buddy? I miss you. Well, play that again. Neil Smith, an old butt buddy. Are you here, Neil? Oh, my Neil, God. Neil, I miss you, man. I miss you. I promise you, the president has a big stick. See, that's how he got Neil. I mean, do you think? Oh, gosh. No, I won't, I won't do that to him. You think Bob Dole's in that group? You got Neil and Bob and Joe. Uh, OMG, I heard this last night. I was so confused, and also I feel really bad for him. He really said butt buddy. Yes, he, I, I mean, he did, right? Let, let. Neil Smith, an old butt buddy. Are you here, Neil? Yep, that means Neil, I, I miss you, man. I miss oh, you. God, Joe. Joe, I imagine you miss a lot of people. But they're right there. Oh, then they, they, of course, they had their own thing. Let's see what they played. Are there people in the Republican Party who think we're sucking the blood out of kids? I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Are there people in the Democratic Party who want this? Mr. President, Mr. President. Wow. Are there people who, in the Democratic Party, who Are there people in the Republican Party who think we're sucking the blood out of kids? Are there people in the Republican Party who thinking we're sucking the blood out of the kids? Holy shit. Man. Oh. But see, I, I, I see that what they're doing to him. Oh, God damn, this guy. This guy's getting played dirty. Boy, the Democrats, I tell you what. 
you got to give credit where credit's due. You know, they, 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 they get Hillary, and Bernie is giving her a hard time. And what do the Democrats do? Well, instead of linking the two together, which would have been a, a, a home run win for them, not America at all. I'm not, look, look, I'm not saying that would have made America good at all, because it wouldn't. But they spied on his account or, or, or on his, his campaign, and they kind of fucking railroaded it to where he dropped out. And then she didn't even offer him the vice presidency. And then she lost to Donald Trump. And then they're going to let Bernie run again because, man, Bernie could beat him. And then we started here, well, Bernie probably couldn't beat him. Once again, they get, they get Big Joe up there. Look, and, and if you had Joe and him running, granted, that would have been father time. It was fucking Nancy would have been counting down the days until, oh, the president died. Oh, the vice president died. I mean, this is what they're doing to him is they are setting him up to make him resign. He is going to have to step down. This, this guy, he is just a laughing stock. And by the way, where I got my sound clip was, from Sky One. That's a British news agency. And what I cut out of there at the end was the anchor laughing. She said, this is the leader of the free world. And I took that out because, I, hey, I want to just keep Joe in there. But, I mean, it's just. How could I be the president of the United States of America? No one knows. No one knows. Imagine if this was the orange man. Oh, if this is the orange man, every fucking, every camera in the world would be at the White House right now. The good news is that Americans are saying, yeah, we've had enough of this. He dropped six approval points last month to where he's at 50%, which is an all-time low for him. Mm-mm-mm. I could see them weekend at Bernie's for another three and a half years. Not if uh, here's the thing, Douglas. They have to. They have to re- make him resign or step out to keep power in that party. Because if they do, and I'd love to see it. Believe me, I'd love to see the weekend at Bernie's for another two and a half years. But what he's doing now is actually. And, and the progressives are okay with it, but the thing is, America still hates the progressives. So we got that going for us, because we all hate AOC and things like that, and if we can get her out of office, we will mobilize and get those people out of office. And they're the ones who are going, they're the ones that are going to sur- survive the weekend at Bernie's. The ones that won't are the Democratic liberals. It will be the end of that party if they keep him up there for two and a half, three more years. Jesus. God damn. I can't believe it's only been like this is the first year of it. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. 
So, yeah, his poll number's down, lowest ever, so good. And then this weekend at a, uh, at a rally, he got heckled. Now, let, let me just say this right now. I've said it once. I'll say it a million times on this show. I respect the office of the President of the United States of America. Very, very much so. It's an office that deserves your respect. And you don't have to like the person that's in office, and you don't have to respect the person that's in office. You just have to respect the office. So when the office is speaking, you shut up. And this happened over the weekend. Is now, and I give her, I, I'm genuinely complimenting her. That's okay, that's all right. That's all right. No, 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 no. Let, let him talk. No, let Look. That's okay. Look. Uh oh. Look, it's not a Trump rally. Let him holler. No one's paying attention. Uh, nobody's paying attention to him except you. You were just watching him. By the way, look. I see what's happening here. And I got to say, I don't really care for it. I understand it. Remember when they were passing that bill that enabled them to remove presidents if they were deemed medically incompetent and the media ran with it and said they were doing it to remove Trump? Well, I saw through that shit and said they're not doing it. No. Oh, totally. The 26th Amendment, you know, they, they, like I said, I think they either give him the opportunity to resign because he looks – more gracious resigning. If the 26th Amendment, he is the laughingstock of presidents. And it just depends on how, late, how, how long he goes on, if they use that or not. Because I tell you what, have you noticed this? Have you noticed in the last month to month and a half, the media has allowed the cameras to run on him and pick these things up. This was on Fox. They, CNN had this same video of the heckling. The, the video of him saying, we suck the blood out of babies. The media is turning their back on him. Not the left. No, 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 no. They're still controlled by the left. But now the patsy is here. By the way, we didn't see this in the first two months, did we? We didn't see this during his entire campaign where he stayed home. Remember? This is like a a Shakespearean novel, what's going on in America right now. And I tell you what, I'm I'm fucking kind of done with it. It's been long enough. Fuck, man, let us breathe. Let us live our lives again. And I haven't even started talking about COVID. 
a month or so ago, Jen Psaki said she was leaving soon. Yeah, that bitch hadn't gone anywhere yet. But isn't it, isn't it weird? Uh, and now, uh, new controversy emerges over the selling of Hunter Biden's high-priced art. Wait, 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 wait. What? Isn't that something that we talked about on this show like three and a half to four weeks ago, yet nobody's talking about it, but now it's a story? The Hunter Biden um, is expected to meet with the prospective buyers of his high-priced artwork, which really, honestly, it looks like he got a bloody nose and just blew it all over the fucking canvas. His first painting expects to sell for as much as $500,000. By the way, that is unheard of. I don't know a whole lot about art, but I know that somebody's first painting ain't going to be worth no $500,000. Especially when you have more paintings. You have, you have ample supply. The demand is whoever your daddy threatens. No, but she said that because they're going to remove him. She's his press secretary. Oh, Kamala has her own. Oh, the Indian giant. Jesus. The Indian giant's going to be our president. Not for long. Uh, could you imagine people in 50 years bragging about having a Hunter Biden original? I can't. This <laughs> shit would be in the trash. Hunter Biden, look, Hunter Biden is those those old Italian restaurant paintings. And by the way, those are far higher quality than Hunter Biden's. Mmm, I've got Rich Junkie. That, that, that's the name of my painting is Rich Junkie. Yeah, in 50 years, if you brag about having a Hunter Biden, you brag also about seeing Corey Feldman in concert. Dude, I saw Corey Feldman in concert. Said no one ever. He was playing this pool party, and I had to get an outfit for it. Hello, look at that. I just rolled it all the way back to the front. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Hunter Biden original. Oh, today's jokes. Oh, I haven't told today's jokes yet. All right, here you go. Uh, Let's see. Uh, How do you get Billie Eilish's fans out of a tree? Cut the ropes. Why did God give Mexican noses so they have something to pick in the winter? And what does Hurricane Katrina and Kim Kardashian have in common? They both swallow hundreds of black kids. Yep, 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 going to hell. I know it. I already know it. You don't have to tell me. Uh, let's see where we at. Okay. All right. 
Let's talk a little bit about the COVID, shall we? Just a little bit. Only got a couple stories here. I'll tell the story of COVID first. Now, now they keep telling us this is now the new name. This is a pandemic of unvaccinated people. Right? And then we're told that if you get COVID, you can't get it again. Or at least not for a while. Remember that? Right? Okay. All right. The, uh, the Olympics started, and we'll get to all the Olympic shit here in a little bit because we got a lot of Olympic stuff to talk about. Uh, golf is now an Olympic game. And, yes, we are going to go over some of the quote-unquote sports at this year's Olympic Games. Golf is on there. Uh, and uh, the Americans were going to send Bryson DeChambeau. Well, wouldn't you know, sadly... He took the test and came up positive for the COVID. But, 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 but he's on record and he's gotten the vaccination. Well, that's strange. And then you have the tightest pants wearing fella on tour, John Ram, who won the U.S. Open this year. Now, he was a fellow that was in charge. He was in the lead at Jack Nicholas's the Memorial Tournament by eight shots on Saturday. Huge. And he's coming in to finish 18. He finished the hole eight shots ahead. They informed him, hey, John, Ram, you're positive for COVID. You have to pull out. Yeah, I mean, that was, they, they, he said that's the worst pullout of his career. Hey, now, you know what I'm talking about. So John Ram already, he, he, he figured this stuff out. He lost a tournament, he talked about it and all that kind of stuff. Well, John Ram, who is from Spain, was representing Spain in the Olympic Games. And wouldn't you know, he tested positive once again. Wait, 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 he had it before. You can't get it again, I thought. Not at least that quickly. I This has become such a, a clusterfuck on such a, a ginormous proportion. I still can't find it on that town hall meeting where Joe Biden said, if you have the vaccine, you won't get sick. I finally saw a doctor say today about the people that are getting sick who have fully vaccinated, have been vaccinated, that it's not that bad. They have it. They test positive for it, and they have it, and it's not that bad. Nothing like, you know, going to the hospital, but the problem is you still get it, Okay. The problem is, is that your little fucking vaccine didn't do dick, okay? Slowed it down for a little bit, didn't do dick. And by the way, this isn't even that bad of a deal. But you scared millions of Americans. You petrified millions of Americans. Billions of people worldwide were petrified by this. Why? Why? 
because now I can't buy the answer of control or trying to win an election. Because winning an election shouldn't affect people in Sweden. Shouldn't affect people. And I know Sweden has all-time low numbers and all that kind of bullshit, but you know what I mean. Why? Is it to stroke your own cocks to say this is how much power we have? We do control the world. And all we have to do is release this one other one, this SARS-15, and then we'll get our way. We'll give all our people, or at least the one we want to live, the anecdote. Because it's part of the Great Reset. Who knows? Thank God I turned 50 this year. Because like I said, this is our JFK. Dr. Fauci, the guy who knows what's going on. He and one more person I'm going to talk about next. They know what's going on. Now, now, once again, once again, now he's he's talking about this on the State of the Union talk show on CNN. He's talking about perjuring himself, as he says. CNN funding funding China's Wuhan lab research was necessary. Well, wait a second. I thought you said in front of Congress that you didn't fund it. Why is this man not in handcuffs this morning? Uh, He has said it's not for the dangerous gain-of-function studies. Well, that's what they're doing there. And if you give them money, that's what they're going to use it on, you stupid fuck. Do do you really think? I I mean, does, does Anthony Fauci really think that a bum on a street corner, when you give him $5, is going to put that towards a sandwich? No, he's going to put that towards a bottle of Thunderbird. And I can't believe he'd buy alcohol with that. What did you think he was going to do, stupid? Really? Even kids know that shit. So if you're giving money to that lab to fund that sort of research, of course it's going to go there, dummy. How about you give Americans a tax break by stopping payment to fucking Anthony Fauci? You know, the you know tax dollars I'd like to support him in is in a penitentiary somewhere. Hopefully getting fucking butt raped on the fucking daily. Man, oh man. And the only person that knows more, because this guy knows everything, his name is George Soros. And he has given $1 million to an activist group attempting to defund police as violent crimes surge in major urban areas across the nation. Well, looky, looky. Uncle George has popped out again. Uh, 
if you don't know who George Soros is, he got his brain. That is not his actual name. His father renamed them with that Spanish name of Soros because it means to soar higher than the rest. Because you see, George Soros was born a Jew. His daddy was a Jew. George Soros, in World War II, when he was 11, between 11 and 13, worked hand-in-hand with, that's right, you guessed it, Adolf Hitler and the Nazis. And what did he do? He turned his fellow Jews into the Nazis to go to their internment slash concentration slash death camps. And the Nazis rewarded him with money and power. And he's continued to do this over and over and over again. Whenever you see George Soros' name attached to a politician, and he's attached to a lot of them, that is by far the worst politician in that in that race. Like so, if you were to if you were to judge races based on their campaign contributors, yes, I'm saying that if you if you see George Soros was a big contributor to I don't know uh, Hillary Clinton's campaign, well then you know that Hillary's a bad person. So yeah, George Soros is that guy. He wants to run the world. Because he soars above the rest. He's the guy who has bankrolled Antifa. He's bankrolled a bunch of these left-hate groups that are out there. And you know what happened in that rally where they were, uh, they were doing that to Joe Biden? That's what the left students have been doing at campuses, campuses across this country for the last 12 to 15 years. Places like UC Berkeley, that was at one time a bastion of free speech. They didn't care what it was. They let you speak it there. If you are conservative, they don't want you on their campus. Because, see, once you start giving in to all these things, then you're going to start taking shit away. There was going to be a Milos, whatever his name is, the gay, let's see, uh, Muslim, super right-wing, engaged to a black man, whatever. And they didn't even allow him to speak on the campus. Now, a lot of things that he says are, are, are crazy and out there. Some of the stuff he says, you go, okay. There's a guy named Ben Shapiro who was supposed to speak there. They didn't allow him to speak there. He, fact, so, he, he hated and resented California so much that he picked up his family, lifetime resident of Hollywood, California, picked up his family and moved to Tennessee and his business. He's straight now, by the way. <laughs> Jesus. Well, whatever. Good for him. Milo Yonsopoulos. Yeah, I can't pronounce his last name. 
See, what used to be these free areas, oh, be free, man, like the hippie movement and all that kind of shit, it's be free, except if you have these ideas. Because we don't want to hear them from you. Because they're wrong. No, you could be totally correct, but you're still right, which means you're wrong. That's that's their idea of open-mindedness. Do you not remember the story I told about the Indian baseball player that the Cleveland Indians were actually named after? And now they've taken it away and they call them the fucking Guardians? I, I wish nothing but but horrible things for Cleveland fans now. Not that I had anything good to say about them before. Good morning, Sassy Pammy, the home wrecker. How are you? This is truly amazing to me. There are videos this weekend of people being assaulted. A guy was knocked out and a bum came over to him and went through his fucking pockets. Because the crime on the street is real. In areas. Because cops ain't going to do anything about it. Cops are under magnifying glass now. Well, cops brought it on themselves. No, no, the criminals did. Let's get something straight. Are there bad cops out there? Yes. But it's going to take somebody doing something to fucking bring them out. I'm just, this is such an idiotic statement to defund and get rid of police. That, that, that's a statement that you render, you want to talk to somebody when you don't want to talk to them anymore because they are far too stupid to fucking talk to you. I want to defund the police. Okay, moron. When crime goes up in your neighborhood, who will you call? Because I, I would also imagine that you are very, very anti-gun. Who, who's that fucking idiot down here in Texas? The fucked up name? Oh, Beta O'Rourke. Peta. Peta O'Rourke. He's leading some march for... 30-mile march, which he'll probably ride in a car, to, to go over policing and all this kind of bullshit. And this guy's a big, okay, so you're going to get rid of the police and you're going to get rid of legal guns. Fantastic there, Beta. What happens when somebody comes into your house and ties you up at gunpoint, because you see they own an illegal gun, um, and rape your wife and possibly your children, and then they get away. Um, just real quick, uh, I'd like to know what you do in that case situation, because you don't have police to call anymore, so... You, you want the state police to, to run this? Are you getting rid of them, too? I mean, the crime labs and things, you're going to need evidence. You, you just let them go free, then. Is that what I'm hearing? Mm. It's not so far off of the Rangers. Hold on. I'm changing. Oh, come on. The Rangers are talking about changing their name. This is coming up again. 
Oh, for fuck's sake. They already took down the damn ranger statue at at Love Field. This is an honored tradition here in Texas. And and I'm sorry that they had to do that in the early 1900s. But God damn it, that's the way the world worked. I I don't know what I'll do. If the rangers change their name, I'm going to really have a hard time being their fan anymore. I, I really, really am. I, I will probably cry. I'm not kidding. The wokeness will have killed one of my most beloved things. It's a, yeah, it, look, it's been, a, it's been an argument for a while now. About the Rangers, I hope that they don't even think about it. Uh, the Libs have been doing this shit forever. Back in the 60s during the women's rights movement, some of the lesbians wanted to exclude the women that were mothers because they felt straight women didn't have a place, so they started having separate groups. I don't foresee the rain. I, I hope not, but hey, man, you can hope in one hand and shit in the other. Look, this is why, you know, it happened a long time before all this woke movement, but the the WWF not allowing the World Wrestling Federation to be called that anymore, and you have to block it out on all screens. That's just, we know what it was called. We know you won the fight. Okay, great. Shut up. Uh, all right, here we go. It is that time. It's Monday, and, and remember, we're only doing it now twice a week. Twice a week, we're going to do this. But it is that time once again as family. Are you ready for this? It is Celebrity Serial Edition. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to take cereals. From our childhood. And we're going to match them up to find out who is on the Mount Rushmore of cereals. Who is the greatest cereal of all time? We will find out right here, right now. Let's get it on. All right, first matchup is set, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we have that Tony the Tiger fella. And this is not mascots. This is just taste of cereal. They are great. They're even better chocolatey, but these are just, this contains all Frosted Flakes. Whether they have marshmallows in them or they're chocolate or they're cinnamon, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Frosted Flakes. Taking on a childhood nemesis of mine. There was never enough sugar to add to this shit. I give you Cheerios, which includes all the Cheerios. Honey Nut, birthday cake, whatever they got. Frosted Flakes versus Cheerios. Ask family, who ya got?
Oh, it's getting close. It is over, ladies and gentlemen. We have a winner. It is Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes. All right. Man, oh, man. Hangtown Gin is tough on me today. Two, two yucca shitty ones. <laughs> I hope these next ones are better. Next one. Uh, now, now I love these as a kid, but now they just get too damn soggy. I am giving you either fruity or pebble or, or fruity or ch- choco, choco pebbles. The Flintstone cereal. The pebble cereals. Taking on, oh, those corn pops. Big old puffs of corn. Corn pops versus the pebbles flavors. Ask family who you got. a close one too a lot of people oh it's we're tied up now we are getting into the end of this now ladies and gentlemen i need your votes i need them fast i need them furiously i need them in now and we have ourselves a winner pebbles win pebbles win oh my god the pebbles win Cocoa Pebbles. Choco Pebbles only came out in Mexico. Okay, Cocoa Pebbles. All right, next one up. Here we go. Ah, these, these. Green Clovers and Pink Moons and Blue Horseshoes. Ah, my Frosted Lucky Charms, don't you know? Can't stand them. But, hey, you people like Lucky Charms, so I got Lucky Charms in there taking on. The brainchild of somebody that worked in a cookie factory because they said, sweep up all the dust, we'll put it in a cereal box. Cookie Crisp. Lucky Charms versus Cookie Crisp. Ask ask family, who ya got? <laughs> I'm glad you like that one. Oh my god. Good lord almighty. Please some truth tellers come in at the end. Is it trying to make a comeback? Are they trying? Is it the little engine that could? Or is it? No, it's not. Oh, 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 that was a dagger in the back right there. Oh, another one. It's over. Oh, my God. I haven't seen that many backstabbing since Julius Caesar. My God. Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. They are magically advancing. Our final matchup on the Eastern Conference. Yeah, see, the marshmallows do that to my old teeth, too. 
I really tried it with the new chompers. Here we go. Oh, you know the best part about this cereal is it turned the water or the milk chocolate, but it never lost its crunch. I give you I go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puff taking on Apple Jacks. Cocoa Puffs. Apple Jacks. Ass family. Who ya got? see that one coming out of left field all right we've got it down to the quarterfinals here we go first matchup ass family i give you frosted flakes taking on cocoa or fruity and these are all the frosted flakes cocoa or fruity uh, fruity pebbles pebbles frosted flakes ass family who you got Fourth we go, ladies and gentlemen. And that is it, ladies and gentlemen. By one vote, by one vote. Frosted Flakes gets in. Frosted Flakes on the Mount Rushmore of cereals. Who will join them? We find out right now. In the epic matchup of superstars, Lucky Charms, they're magically delicious, or Apple Jacks, Lucky Charms, Apple Jacks, Ass Family, who ya got? (laughs) 
I know. It, sometimes the good ones have to go up against each other. We have ourselves a winner, ladies and gentlemen. And Lucky Charms, they magically move on. So there you go. First round of the Mount Rushmore of cereals. Hopefully, oh, Hangtown Jen and, and, and Hot Mama, I hope the next round of the series you like are better. I, I Maybe. I, I'm hoping. <laughs> I thought they were pretty good this time. 775-357-FANS uh, is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler. I got to change something here because I watched that damn special, that Leonard Skinner special, and I ain't got no damn Leonard Skinner songs in here. So you know what? We're just going to play one song this break. And yes, we're going to be playing that song. Uh, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com where you can write me. Uh, please do that.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. The greatest rock and roll band in American history right there. Uh, Leonard Skinner. I actually learned a lot about him over the weekend. So, yeah, uh, it was, I don't know what channel it was on. It was called, uh, oh, Gone with the Wind, The Rise and Fall of Leonard Skinner. It's really, really cool. Really cool. If you're a big Skinner fan, check that shit out. Uh, now, there is somebody to laugh at this from this weekend. Oh, and this is a mighty chuckle. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I do. I have to find a certain uh, a little sound effect for this because it, it really, really. Hmm, it, it just so fits it so well. Let's see, it's not there. Is it there? No drops. Maybe it's there. No. We tried to. No. No offense, but you are a stupid you're, asshole. You're, you're getting closer, but no. Hmm. <sighs> Let's see. It, it's not. The, okay, well, I could put it there. Okay, let's see. Let's see if I can find it. Mm. Oh, there we go. That that's that one. Um mm-hmm. this goes out to our good friend Jeff Bezos. You are an idiot. <laughs> the FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration the ones in charge of people that fly released the same day of the, the flight of his Blue Origin vessel earlier this week. Bezos did achieve the minimum altitude of 50 miles above Earth's surface, but he will fall short on other criteria. <laughs> Meaning... He doesn't meet the new standards of being an astronaut and will have to settle for the title of honorary astronaut. You are an idiot! (laughs) You're like a six-year-old that visited Cape Canaveral when you were a kid. You're an honorary astronaut. You spent billions upon billions of dollars to get something that kids got for free all the time. You honorary astronaut. Sir Richard Branson, same goes to you, pal. Oh, I think that is so fantastic. They must participate in activities during the flight that are essential to public safety. Yeah, yeah, he he didn't make it. Sorry there, buddy. Sorry, pal, you can't buy that one. Can't buy the tag of Astron. I feel, you know what, that, that that makes me feel good again. That some rich guy just can't say he's a fucking astronaut now. He's not like John Glenn. Not like Neil Armstrong. Mm Mm-mm. 
No, sir, Rebub, you are not. So there you go. Jeff Bezos is not a happy man today. Your Amazon orders are all going to be late. Now, Addict to Brian just sent me this story, and I'm, I'm going over it. Um, Boston police have mounted a case against a young man there. Young man looks like he's in quite good shape. Some would call him a stallion, if you would. But this has become a nightmare-ish story. You see, the young stallion. What's his name here? Uh, He's 19. They gave his name. His name is Callie. Uh, He allegedly broke into the Turner Hill Equestrian Stables before July 15th. He was caught on surveillance camera, haltering and cross-tying the mayor that he then violated. According to the police, the 19-year-old Jackson Z. Kelly, a cook from Boston's Alston area, Ponied himself up Tuesday morning, turning himself in to where officers would not have to draw their colts. Norfolk Police Department said in a statement that they would like to thank the public for taking the time to come forward and be involved. You are not nags. According to News 5 Center, the owner of the Equestrian Center, Hillary Swar, said that the suspect knew how to handle horses and confirmed that one of the horses at her facility was sexually assaulted. Someone perhaps, and it was business steed enough to get into the barn and then summon up their inner bronco and do this deed. DNA samples were collected and are being processed by the authorities. Oh. See, that's how you tell a story right there. Red and White says, so does the honorary astronaut go before or after the sir? Oh, that would have to go definitely after the sir. Sir, Sir Richard Branson, honorary astronaut. There you go. That, that, that's how they would do it. And I tell you what, being being knighted, that's pretty badass. I would say being knighted is a lot more cool than being an astronaut. Well, I can't say that because astronaut club's a lot smaller. But, man, being knighted is pretty fucking cool. Everybody call you sir? That'd be, that'd be badass. Uh, all right, let's get on. Uh, let's get on to the coverage of the games that no one, and I mean no one, is watching. The Olympics suck really bad. Yes, they suck, and it's really, really bad. It's in Tokyo. So that means we want to watch them again and again. There's my Olympic song for the day. Each day I'll try to outdo myself. 
TV audience dropped almost 40% from the Rio de Janeiro ceremony in 2016. Maybe it had something to do with the place being empty. It was creepy. Hangtown Jen says, I'm fucking watching. Well, that's why I'm doing this story. There are people that are watching. 16.7 million viewers on Friday night. That, that's got to be, that. that is a, what is that? They say a 33-year low. But it, it's weird to watch these events without anybody there because you have no idea if there's competition going on. Like, you think they're all just practicing. You're like, no, that's the competition. Like, But there's no fans. There's no cheering. There, there, there's, no, there, there, there's no camaraderie. It's so weird. But that's okay because, hey, the Olympics have to go on. Damn COVID and all. Wow. Things that got bigger ratings this year. Sunday Night Football. Oprah's interview with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry got more. Baylor-Gonzaga men's championship game got more people to watch. It's okay, though. Hey, the Olympics, they're still going on on like 15 different channels. And I, I, I tried to watch some, but like some of the coverage is like, I don't understand why you would cover a marathon. Like, that, 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 that to me is stupid. Covering a marathon is dumb. That's going to take a while. Okay, are there other events? Yeah, other dumb events like, well, I, I did watch some of this yesterday, and I was really, really stupid for doing so. I watched some badminton. I, I, I'm not kidding. I, I was watching badminton. You know, the shuttlecock and all that kind of cool stuff? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was America against... God damn it. I hate all these goddamn cookie things. All right. So so I was watching it, and then, and then I started to think, well, what are some of the games this year? Because I have a story coming up about a, a young man who got injured at the Olympics. Because that happens when you're doing really cool sporting events. BMX freestyle, that's a game this year in the Olympics. And BMX racing. Okay, all right, maybe I can see some of that. All right, uh, okay. Boxing, of course, of course. Canoe, kayak. Mm, oh, oh, I've got a new sound effect for everybody. Are you ready for this one? Just get ready. Whenever, uh, whenever you hear this. Attention in the water. Be advised, State Parks is asking us to make an announcement to let you know you are paddleboarding next to approximately 15 great white sharks. Yeah, I, I'm going to start doing that here at the lake. I'm going to start playing that really loud on my speakers at the lake. Um, canoe and kayak slalom. Uh, okay, so more crap there. Diving. All right, got that one. That that one. Yeah, that one's been a while. Equestrian. Oh wait, wait. Oh god damn it! I I jumped the front row of it. Fencing. That's the sword playing. They're going to have soccer. Wow, interesting. Just finished them games up over in Europe. So uh, now this one caught me off guard. This is a new one. I guess Ice Cube had something to do with this. We have three on three basketball this year in the Olympics. 
But it's not even make it, take it. It's just three on three. Why, why, why is there three on three in the Olympics? We already have basketball in the Olympics. Why, why three on three? Archery. Still, still wondering why three on three. Uh, artistic gymnastics. Isn't that the same as gymnastics? Artistic swimming. Synchronized swimming. Wait, is that the same thing? Yeah, it's uh, synchronized swimming. Athletics, whatever the fuck that is. Baseball, softball, badminton, basketball, beach volleyball. Okay. The only reason why I watch beach volleyball is when the Iranian team plays. Because they're covered from fucking head to toe. Whenever one of them uh, Muslim countries plays, that's just got to be fucking torture. Um, this weekend, I watched skateboarding, weightlifting, badminton, surfing, triathlon, soccer, softball, white outfits where they poke each other. That's fencing. Three on three, beach and regular volleyball, and archery. Okay. Uh, let's see. You've covered a lot of them here. Now, see, here, I got some questions. They got golf in there, handball. Boy, it, that that's something for the prisoners to look forward to. Field hockey. Nobody does that. Now, can't we just move all this into one? You got judo, you got karate, and, and you got taekwondo. Now, now, I'm not trying to be uh, offensive or insult anybody's teachings and doctrines, but can't we just have one big old karate thing? We'll call it just karate because that's what everybody wants to call it, is karate. That's what I want to call it. Modern pentathlon, mountain bike, rhythmic gymnastics, rowing, rugby, sailing, shooting, skateboarding, skateboarding, sport climbing. That's got to be the dumbest one I ever heard of. Nope, no, I, I take that back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the stupidest of stupid categories now. I offer you this, and I'm not kidding. This is an Olympic sport. Are, are, you, are you sitting down? Are you bracing yourselves? Trampoline. I'm not making it up. It's an actual event. Trampoline. Your kids, too, could be Olympic heroes if you just buy them the correct trampoline. So everybody watched the skateboarding this weekend. Did y'all see what happened to Angelo Caro Nevera in his first Olympic Games? Well, if not, enjoy this one because he did not. Oh, the media has been disabled. Oh, the media is down. Never mind this. So the brother, I guess, he he tried to do some kind of kick, flip, twist, ollie, grind. And was coming down and fell. Board went out from underneath him. He started to slide and boom, right in the nuts. It was jumpling before your mom jumped on one. Yes. Yes, yes, it was. I have 
breaking news. I just found this story. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Um, an unnamed 51-year-old right-handed man from Japan admittedly enjoyed pleasuring himself several times a day in a new case study. In the Medical Journal of Stroke and Cerebrovascular Disease, they say one of the uh, explosive self-love sessions went awry when after climaxing, the serial stroker was struck down by thunderclapped headaches and severe vomiting. Unnerved by unsexy symptoms, the man rushed himself to the Nagoya City University Hospital where he was half to low blood pressure and confusion. Two tail signs of cerebrovascular accident. Oh, he broke his dick. Ladies and gentlemen, it can happen. You can break your dick. EMT suspected he had a stroke while stroking. And indeed, he did suffer a subcachroid hemorrhage, a fatal type of stroke sparked by a ruptured blood vessel in the man surrounding the brain. The man, though, should thank his lucky stars. He didn't achieve the opposite of a happy ending as a ruptured brain injury causes death in 40% of cases. He has lived through the harrowing case. Jesus. Man, oh, man. I'm bummed they, they ain't got the video up of this damn kid. Let's click on this idiot's page and see if it's still up there. No, media's been taken down by all the bastards. All right, whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, Summer Olympics, got that out of the way. Good, 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 good. All right, uh, well, training camps have opened. Uh, if you're not ready for this, then I am truly sorry, but you're going to need to be. That's right. It is here. The NFL season is upon us. Training camps are open all over the country. The Cowboys are in Oxnard, California. And the big talk of camp hasn't been Dak Prescott. Well, it has, but not really what it should be about his leg. Instead, it's on whether he or he has not gotten a COVID test. COVID is still the big, big thing here in the NFL. Unvaccinated NFL players will be subjected to a fine of $14,650 every time they violate COVID procedures. Meaning... If you are spotted by the NFL and they have their little secret security that they follow players around, don't think it's not true. It is. They see you roll up into a strip club and you ain't got a mask on. Guess what? 14 grand is coming out your pocket. By the way, it's going to be, uh, they are not going to find the teams uh, a day's pay if they aren't the ones that cause the forfeits. 
Remember I told you last week both teams are going to get it? Well, they've changed it because the NFL Players Association obviously said something. And game checks will only be held up on teams that do not, that will have to forfeit. Ghost of Nevada says, I won't give two fucks about the NFL until they drop the anti-American black national anthem. Wow, and now they're forcing vaccines? Fuck the NFL. Um, yes, the NFL is going to play the, the Black National Anthem before every game this season. Not just the first week. Wouldn't that be like, let, let, let's go back in time. I don't know, to about the 1860s. Let's say that they had an NFL season then. I, I know this is all ludicrous and crazy. That would be like playing Dixie before every fucking game. It, it truly is amazing. And Harrison, I understand where you're coming from because I'm, I'm in that same boat. No matter how much the NFL pisses me off, I can't live without football. I'm the same way. Look, I'm not the world's biggest fan of this Longhorn move to the SEC. I get it. Harrison just sent me the story this morning. They, uh, the Longhorns and Sooners have opted out of their television rights after this season. Dixie, the, the, that would have been like the, the Southern National Anthem. Okay, so whenever – have you all ever been to a game? Like now it would be, it, it would be in hockey season or it would be baseball. If a team from Canada plays, or the NBA, I forget they have, you know, Canadian teams, they will play O Canada before all the games. But only when a Canadian team is in town. They don't do that before every game. So is that going to be a thing now in the NBA, is playing the Canadian National Anthem before every game and the Major League Baseball because we have a team outside of the U.S.? To, to sing this song that is not another national anthem because there is only one national anthem. Usually bands will have an anthem song and it is their one true song. When you hear this, where the hell is it? God damn it. Now I can't even find it. When you hear this, you you know who that is. Every group has an anthem, and it's only one. Every country has an anthem, and it's only one. Where, where, what, what's in the lift? I thought it. There you go.
goosebumps. The the easily the the greatest rendition of that song ever done by a pop star. And I and I'll say this. I, I know you're joking straight fire. Whitney was such an Uncle Tom for singing this. No, even at the time she wasn't. I, I know you're joking. But let me just say, this is when people took pride in that song. And we were a proud country. Now, I want to go to something. I want to talk about something that has to do with the Olympics and with that song and with our flag. And this is going to be me going off on a tangent about something just really fast. If you can't equate things the way woke people can, then you're going to lose to them. I can do it, and I can do it faster than they can. I would like to point out how the woke has stood behind the kneeling of Colin Kaepernick this entire time. I have been there to say he, under the United States of America, he has every right to do that. I don't like it. That's a consequence. But he has the right to do it. Now, if you're on his side, I want you to point, I, I want to point out to you He's kneeling for that flag because he doesn't believe in that flag. What he believes in is what Fidel Castro believed in, and that is communism. That's what he believes. He adopted and believes the same culture that those people, by the way, are rioting to get out of now. So the 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 archangel of the woke is Colin Kaepernick. He's the one that started this entire movement. I never said he didn't have the right to kneel. He has every right to do that. And these soccer players that are kneeling, you have every right to do it. But I would like to show and point out to you that you are kneeling to this total oppressive government here in America that people are fighting to get into. And you have the freedom to fucking leave. Megan Rapinoe, you take a knee because of racial inequality in this country, and yet you have a teammate who is a black woman who is standing. Are you telling her that you are more, you're more aware of the racial injustice in this country than she is? That right there is the painting. That, that, that right there is a Van Gogh of guilt. All you do is you have to see the picture and you just go, what the fuck? Away, away. To create a national anthem that is specific to one race, to add it to our national anthem seems very wrong. Are we now saying that we are a nation divided? Yes. The entire point was to be United Nation, the United States of America, not the divided states of America. Well, that's where we live now. Wait, this is the black national anthem, right? Like when a black girl sings it. No. The national anthem. I wouldn't say that Joe Joe is enabling the push to uh, to allow to happen because the push happens every single day. 
The push is the cancel culture that's out there. I know that we're talking sports, and usually the first hour is when we ham and haw at everything serious in the world, but this is serious. This cancel culture is real. It's slowing down a little bit. And and I'll tell you why it's slowing down is because of, and it's simple why it's slowing down, Chrissy Teigen. Christy Teigen is one of the protected society members. And lo and behold, she got herself canceled to where they said, oh, fuck, hold on a second. It can affect us. And the true militant ones of the cancel society kept it grinding. But once they start going after each other, they're like, whoa, 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 wait a second now. And Dave Chappelle said it, and I've echoed it ever since he said this on a Joe Rogan podcast. There is no such thing as woke enough. Why do you think I started the show off with that that story about the Cleveland Indians? It showed you that the woke canceled a tribute to a Native American. They don't give a fuck about Native Americans. They don't care about anything. They don't look. Look, this is what it is. I figured it out. It's real easy. This this cancel group, this whatever fucking generation we're in right now, they don't want to be a bad guy. They don't want to look bad. They want to appear to be cool with everything under the sun. They believe that climate change is real, mainly warming. We talk about how warm the earth is getting. Uh, I'd like to point out that in the great state of Texas in the summer of 2021, we have yet to register an official 100-degree day. Let me say that again. Due to global warming and, oh, sorry, climate change, the state of Texas has not had one 100-degree yet day yet this year, and it is July the 26th. It's been allowed to be into, made into an industry, this global warming slash climate change. It will never go anywhere. People will guilt you to death over that. Where do you finally stand up and say enough is enough? That is the question. Buenos dias, Ogre, mi amigo. The whole reason for the black national anthem is because don't want to include blacks into American culture. See the renewed push in colleges for segregation. Well, I, I did a story today about an, uh, a wealthy neighborhood in Dallas that's been blanketed with requests not to send your wealthy kids to Ivy League schools. Global warming means more activity in the atmosphere is occurring. Uh, could Democrats be creating global warming as well as seeing plenty of 100-degree days here in the SACTO? And there are a lot of Democrats here. No. No. This, this is the thing that, that I wish people would, would really jump on. There's nothing we can do. When the earth wants us done, once we've gone it far enough, Earth will say, okay, enough, goodbye. <laughs> Ask the dinosaurs. See, we, we sit on different plates, tectonic plates, and whenever there's an earthquake in the ocean, you if it's close enough to shore, if it's big enough, we'll hear about it because it's tsunami warnings. 
But that's the shifting of the tectonic plates. We're not in the same spot on the earth that we were 25 years ago. We move. You continue to move. And when you move certain areas, you're going to get different weather patterns. It's just the way it is. At one time on earth, believe it or not, Scotland, of all places, was a tropical wonderland. Now, that was long-ass fucking time ago, but that's what happens. You switch tectonically. We could fix our drought like the Saudis are doing, though. Well, interesting. You know what? That's an interesting thing because I have noticed that the Saudis have... uh, have used drones to put clouds up in the sky. Uh, there is a documented fucking proof, unless you think satellites are fake news, of the polar cap meltings. The more moisture it unlocks means the more moisture going into the air, creating more wind, more snow, and wilder weather patterns. That is why naive people might think at first, duh, winter gets colder, but they go, duh, summer gets windier and hotter. All that energy from the Arctic cat being released is wrecking havoc on the planet. Look, I'm not going to argue with you on that. But if it is causing summers to get windier and hotter, last year it took 25 days in July to reach 100 degrees. So why now? Is it taking longer? Look, you, you want to believe in global warming and doing all that kind of stuff? Go ahead. The earth will fix itself. If you don't think the earth will fix itself, then then you're smarter than the earth? Okay. Uh, it's called cloud seeding. We've done it since Vietnam. I imagine people in Africa are like, why don't you do that shit over here? If the temperature didn't peak at 100, great. It's the aggregate. Average high temperatures across the globe, that's increasing. Well, it's increasing, and it has been increasing, but what about when it was decreasing when we thought we were going to go through the next ice age in the 70s? Anything? If you want to outsmart the earth, go ahead. Live, live a life and, and, and do that. I, I'm not going to outsmart the earth. I can barely outsmart my computer in the morning. I just know where the button is to turn it on when it won't come on when I wiggle the mouse. I know my limitations, and this is my limitation, is that if you, look, I'm not saying not to believe it or it's not true or anything like that. It's nothing I'm worried about. You know what I do when it's going to be 100 degrees? I stay inside. Why? Because I grew up outside in 100 fucking degrees. I know 100 degrees is hot, so I stay inside. Yes, and that cold in the 70s was before we had far superior satellite energy and protective capabilities. Well, then in 50 years, if they have even more technological things and it shows that, well, we're, wow, we're starting to cool again, I'm just saying it changes. It changes. No, I, I don't distrust things that were said in the 50s. Look, Ogre, I'm not trying to upset you with, with, with global warming. Like I said, I've got better shit to worry about. I, I just do. I don't throw my garbage on the streets. I don't pour oil into fucking 
lakes or reservoirs or creeks or ponds or anything like that. I'm not going to torch the environment. But if you think that we're going to outsmart it, I imagine the people in Pompeii did too. Now, back to the NFL, where NFL teams are going to find a shit ton of money for people who do not live up to the protocols. They're going to find teams' entire game checks if you forfeit games. I think this goes over once, maybe twice. Once, maybe twice, and then the owners are going to be like, nope, everybody, you got to get a fucking shot. And they can't, under, under the, uh, the collective bargaining agreement, they can't force them. And there's a lot of guys you can't force because they don't want to do it. It's going to be an interesting season. Ice Age took thousands of years to warm up. What happened to our planet has happened within a century. Kind of fucking different. Okay, well, let, 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 let's put the brakes on it. Let's stop everything. Everybody unplug everything. There you go. Uh, Let's see. Texans now not willing, now willing to trade quarterback. He ain't going nowhere. He's got too much money tied up there. They ain't going to get nothing for him. Uh, Will Mole vaccine to site tweet? Really won the NFL trades. And I, I just, I, I honestly, I want the NFL just to get back to being the NFL. Is is that behind us? Is the NFL being, I mean, they have so many social. I, I was joking about unplugging everything. I, I'm trying to move on. I touched a nerve with you, and I apologize that I touched a nerve with you on the, the whole global warming I understand that, hey, you do your thing. I'm cool. Um, I, I think the day and age of the NFL being, being something that we look at like we look at other sports as something enjoyable, as something as an escape, as something like that, I, I honestly believe the those days are over. The NFL is going to take their influence that they have, which they don't realize it will go away. But to try to ram down every social cause they can now to you. Now, is that a bad thing? For people that want to escape and not see that shit? Yeah, it's a horrible thing. It's going to draw people away. Every year, you know, it's funny. Every year I hear people say, I'm not watching the NFL this year. I'm not going to watch the NFL this year. And then I hear you talking about the NFL. Obviously, you watched it. I have not said I'm not watching the NFL this year. I'm still watching it. But I wonder when enough is going to be enough. The, the different charities they take on, the different, see, 
See, a lot of people want to go to those games to forget about the loved one that they have that's struggling through whatever they're struggling through, whether it's cancer, whether it's being homeless, whether it's being addicted to drugs, whether it's being suicidal. It used to be you'd go to the NFL game and you could just have three hours to yourself. I guess, though, today that is being too selfish is asking three hours for yourself. I don't believe it to be selfish. I believe it to be something that's warranted and needed. People need to go to these things to where they can just go, and once they get in their car and they start to drive home, they can start to think about all that shit again. But, hey, for at least three hours, they're gone. For the record, I wish the NFL and sports in general would stop with this wokeness. Ben Shapiro and Joe Rogan spoke to each other in a great video about sports being a uniting force akin to going to church. But the left and the Antifa types are trying to tear down each and every last unifying force of communion in America, and that's one of the major things destroying our country. I agree completely with that. The NFL hasn't gotten there for me yet. The NFL is still an escape for me. I think we are reaching the breaking point for their wokeness. I don't see the social justice issues continuing for another few years. It will be the end soon, and the NFL will get back to normal. I think what happens is I think the NFL does go too far, and they break. And there's, there's egg and pie all over their face. And then that's when they'll have to rebuild and come back to the NFL that we all once remembered. You said you've gotten more uh, interested in UFC. I think uh, they need to bring back Friday fight nights. Uh, I could even Dana White's Contender Series broadcast on ESPN+. Plus. What do you think? Well, isn't ESPN doing a bunch of UFC stuff now? I Like, I'm not sure. I'm lucky that with kids, I rarely get to see an entire game, so I skip all the pregame wokeness. Hell, I'm lucky to catch a half of a game now. And see, that's that right now is where it's at. It's at the beginning, the middle, and the end of the game. But it has trickled its way into the game. Now, if the WWE starts up with this wokeness, we're really fucked. Well, I tell you what, hey, Ogre, let me ask you this question. A uh, little sidebar here on wrestling. What do you think? And, and this is where I could fix wrestling. So you know what? The, I'm I'm just going here right now. We're gonna. F- I'm going to fix wrestling. If anybody the AEW is listening to me, this is how you can beat Vince McMahon. Last week, a huge announcement was made that Daniel Bryant, Bryant Danielson, this is his real name, is signing with AEW. Okay, and then they announced that CM Punk is coming out of retirement. And CM Punk is also signing with AEW. Okay? Now, the way that you make yourself the number one show on cable, make it wrestling again, and make your numbers a lot bigger than Monday Night Raws are going to be tonight, is that when this story happened last week, you shut your fucking mouth. You shut your mouth. You do not say yes or no. Do you know why? Because you have a television show 
to make that announcement. You let the reports and the rumors go. See, I would go to wrestlers backstage and tell them this. The days of kayfabe are long gone, acting like you're not friends and you're not this and you're not that. The wrestling fans are in on everything, but hey, you don't have to let them in. You don't have to let them in. If you know that Kenny Omega is going to lose the belt this week, you keep that to yourself. You're the first to know. That's great. You are the first to know. Why are you telling everybody else? Because you want the credit for being first to know? You shut up. You make that announcement on Wednesday night. You you tease all week that you have a huge announcement to make. And boom, Daniel Bryant walks out. And boom, CM Punk walks out. You have destroyed the WWE in one night. God. I wish some people had some showbiz in them left. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, I watched so many videos from the Attitude and Ruthless Aggression and think, hey, Stephanie Vince and Triple H, start watching those and remember how it worked. Amen. Step one, get rid of the fat sausage casting guy known as The Fiend. Right, make him a wrestler again. Step two, get long involved storylines and teach wrestlers how to do promos. Amen. And shut the fuck up on social media. You can have your presence, but stay in character in your presence. If you're a heel, act like an asshole on Twitter. Now, if you're out in public and you're at dinner and somebody comes up to you, you can be a gentleman and cordial and sign the autograph. You don't have to take your gimmick that far. But Twitter far, yeah, I would say yes. God, I swear to God. I, I, all I need is a foot in the door and I can save the WWE right now. First of all, every character gone. Stupid. I, I, I don't need a, a wrestling chicken. The thing I'm worried about with the AEW now is they have way too many wrestlers. I can't wait to see all the young talent they're about to fire. It's going to be fantastic. Yes, they also need to make sure you make title changes at big things, building up to a big pay-per-view like SummerSlam, WrestleMania, or King of the Ring. Don't change it or keep up the storyline day after a big pay-per-view. The Raw episode day after is for celebrating a title and beginning a new storyline. Amen. The Arnie Wrestling Federation would save entertainment. Wait, the WWE has chickens? No, they don't have any chickens wrestling there yet. But, man, I'm telling you right now, the the first match I would have, you, you want something? You want something that's never been done before in professional wrestling? I've got it for you. Do you know who the first black heavyweight wrestling champion was? Oh, too slow. It was Ron Simmons. Right now, the the WWE championship, or is he universal champion since they have two, which is stupid on its own. That's the first thing I do. SmackDown and Raw is the same. Same people. Stop splitting the roster. The matchup that leads to SummerSlam is Bobby Lashley against Big E. Two black men facing each other for the World Heavyweight Championship. 
Uh, hello, viewers. Ding, 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 ding. You ready for the second big match of this card? I will give you the second big match of this card. Everybody knows that Roman Reigns is garbage. But he is the chief. He's the head of the tail in the Samoan world. Samoans are big wrestling people. WrestleMania, co-main event. You have The Rock take on this idiot. Oh, but if you have two black dudes. No, no, no. This is Arnie. This is the Arnie Wrestling Federation. I don't play this woke game. The mat, the reason why I put Bobby Lashley against Big E is because that would be an awesome match. This whole idea that Goldberg's coming back and John Cena's coming back. Look, if you're going to bring back superstars, bring back great superstars. Like Rock. Like Austin. Why is Mick Foley a not a bigger part of the company? If that's on him, then that's on him. <laughs> Slow down. Vince is trying to take this. Rain sucks. I say it again. Rain sucks. If he wasn't The Rock's cousin, he'd be on Ring of Honor. And here, here you go. Here's, here's another matchup. Where do we where now? Now that I've got the main event pulled out of Big E and Bobby Lashley, the co-main event, Roman Reigns and The Rock. What do we do with Brock Lesnar? Because Brock Lesnar's still available and he's still badass. Who do we have him wrestle? The Scottish guy again? I kind of hope not. And you you know who needs a bigger role is The Miz, because The Miz can cut promos. The Miz is entertaining. Oh, I know the matchup I want. Oh, I've got it figured out. You get Brock Lesnar against AJ Styles' fucking bodyguard. That big old black dude. I agree with you about too many wrestlers in AEW. That's what's got me to stop watching WCW. 50 guys in the ring throwing windmill punches at each other. Most guys falling out of the ring. Then maybe you can get a three count, and that's it. Boring. Well, and the funny thing is that the Big Show and Mark Henry have both signed with AEW and both said that they will do ring action. The Miz sucks. Look, look the Miz is, is not a good worker in the ring. I'll give you that. But the Miz can cut a great promo. I hate that Scottish guy. I had to turn my brightness down. No, no, that's that that that's the Irish guy. That's Seamus. The Scottish guy is that long black-haired guy. Yeah, Seamus is his weird. That skin complexion is terrible. Yeah, there you go. The Miz should become a manager or Roddy Piper. Wrestles occasionally with his kick ass at promos and being a professional cock. He's too scrawny to be a believable red. I, I, I agree with that. He would be a great, like, Roddy. I think Roddy Piper's, na- you nailed it. Uh, when Cena tackled him, his head bounced on the concrete, knocked him out. Should have been the last match. Tim, fuck you, Yolanka. Seamus is awesome in his light bulb whiteness. 
I mean, if I had to, oh, oh, here's the other thing I do. Buy women's division. You know what I'd like? This is what I'd like. I'd like an intergender, uh, an intergender world champion match. Charlotte versus Ric Flair. I mean, neither one. We if she put her hair up, we couldn't tell them apart. Former NFL coach once meeting with Goodell over team's Asian remark. This uh, Ethan Chung talks lineman David. So regarding an anti-Asian comment, he says a team made about him during a job interview of this year. Yeah, I don't even care about all this bullshit. <laughs> Rick and Charlotte both had, fuck, Charlotte's tits are anything but saggy. Those things hold her off. The, I mean, I'm surprised she even fights. She defies gravity with those things. But the entire women's division, gone. Have them have, have the women's division take up down in whatchamacallit, down in Philadelphia and take over the old ECW ring. I, I I'm sorry. I, I'm a sexist. That that's fine. When they get their skills good enough to come back up, we can have like a match every now and then with the with the gals. No. No, the women's division is awful. You wanna you wanna bring it back, bring some hot gals back. Shit, bring Trish back now. Bring Trish and Terry Reynolds back and put them in a cream corn wrestling match. Boom, there's WrestleMania. There you go. That's the lead up. So there we go. We've got the Terry Reynolds, Trish Stratish cream corn match before The Rock and Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley and Big E. Still wanting to, trying to figure out. Uh, oh, oh, here's the rumor. And I'd like this one. This would be okay. The big rumor. What about Braun Strowman? Oh, yeah. Braun Strowman, who's, who's, like, lost a bunch of weight. He is just flat-out jacked now. The report this weekend was is that Braun Strowman, who was fired by the WWE, released, fired, whatever you will, and they have to wait something like 60 or 90 days to sign a new contract with anybody. His merchandise has been re-released on WWE websites, meaning that he's going to re-sign. And people haven't seen him for a while. He's cut down weight. He is fucking jacked. You bring him back for Brock Lesnar. And then, you know, you throw in a fucking match like I talked about last week, a beard match. You got Elias with a big beard. You get that the, the, the Scottish fella. Ooh, there you go. Seamus against uh, the, the, the Scottish fella. Seamus's hair versus this guy's hair. Haven't had a hair match in a long time. Bring Sting back. He last wrestled in 2015. Oh, Sting is back at the AW. Sting is on every Wednesday night. He can't wrestle that much because he, he suffered a bad neck injury the last time he did wrestling. Mm-hmm. Braun Strowman is awesome. He's the next big thing since Brock is old and clumsy. Yeah. I can't wait for Braun Strowman to come back. I hope that they bring back because he has great lineage. And sorry, this has turned into a giant wrestling show, but... 
I've been holding it in for a while because I haven't done a wrestling show, so I'm going to get it out of me real quick. Bray Wyatt, also known as The Fiend, which, by the way, is the stupidest character the WWE has done, and what they've done to Alexis Bliss by making her some kind of fucking wombat witch. No, don't need any of that. No, thank you. Uh Uh-uh, none of that on my plate, please. Bring back Bray Wyatt. He's the son of a fucking great wrestler, Mike Rotundo. He gets the business. The man can cut promos. Bring him back. Let him be a heel. It's a great heel. And he doesn't have to have that bullshit swamp thing or the, 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 the lightning bugs come out and all that kind of stuff. We don't need any of that. We don't need no voodoo shit. Yes, bring back hair, beard, retirement matches. See those climaxes that we need for wrestling. Not only does it make for entertainment, the aftermatch is much wrestler becomes more angry, the better heel. I had that idea last week. There was a match between that idiot Elias, the, the guitar player, and, like, the, the guy that he's been roughing up. Now, they had a strap match a couple weeks ago. Then they had the musical instrument match. Why not have a beard match? Look, they, well, you don't have to necessarily do a hair match, but you can do a beard match. But you don't do it on Monday Night Raw. You see, it's uh, it's something Ogre said, and I watched an interesting interesting uh, video with Paul, Pauly Dangerously, Paul Heyman, whatever his name is. And he was talking about when he was brand new to the WCW, that he got to do the last promo of the night. And the booker at the time was the American Dream, baby, Dusty Rose. He said, son, kid, you got four minutes, daddy. Go close the show. And Paul Heyman, as you know him to be the, the Brock Lesnar, that, that guy, he went out there and he did a four-minute promo and he thought he was great. Comes back to the back and Dusty says, good job, kid, but uh, we have the money. Because he did not promote the upcoming pay-per-view at all. He ranted and raved and did this and got it out of the system and never did that again. Because absolutely, you have these two assholes, this Elias and other guy, fucking battling it out in every stupid match leading up to the fucking beard match. Boom. I just sold an undercard right there. Bam. Uh, how about, uh, let's see, uh, last time they did a, the last time they did a lumberjack match, this is how much they fucked it up, Tim. Tim, you weren't here all last week. I hadn't seen you in a while. Good to see you back on here, buddy. Uh, they did, uh, a lumberjack match at WrestleMania, but they were zombie lumberjacks. Th- this idea of, of using mystic powers, now, now come on. Come on, wrestling fans aren't that stupid. And that's the one thing I will give you over on the AEW is they, they let them bleed on the AEW. Blood's a part of the game. Bring it back. Paint the sport red again. Other thing is their names. They're flat out boring now. AJ Styles, Elias. Compared to Stone Cold or The Rock, The Undertaker, Kane. Fuck him. Even The Hurricane is more intriguing than Elias. See, this this is the, the problem. The problem in WWE is the same as the problem in Hollywood. They are not hiring really creative people anymore. 
It's why we get remakes of movies and rehashes and restarts and launches and redos and things like that because nobody has original ideas anymore, and that's including wrestling, or at least they aren't hiring the right people because you can redo all this stuff, the hair matches, the beard matches, all that kind of shit. You can redo that. That's what wrestling is. Bring back the war games. If the AEW was smart, they would bring back the war games in such a big way because the AEW is all about factions. So you got Kenny Omega's faction. You got Chris Jericho's faction. You got this MJF guy, whatever his fucking name is. You got his faction. And then there's like two more factions. And that's like you put two or three rings in the middle of a coliseum and you go through the war games again, that would be badass. But you got to have the right people. You just can't. And that's the problem with AEW now is like AEW, they just take everybody. Let's, let's, uh, let, let's, uh, let, let's scrape the pan a little bit. Uh, this is, uh, okay, Arnie, I have a serious question for you. If somehow the WWE hired you, you do think that you could do it? Do you think you could change it for the better, all factors considered? Yes, I do. I, I honestly do. If they, if they gave me the, 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 the typewriter and sat down and said, you are now our head writer, what are you going to do? Oh, I, I, I would fix it. I, I'm not kidding. That WrestleMania, that would be happening next year here in Texas. That would be the WrestleMania. Bobby Lashley against Big E. Now, it could already be on the burners for that. Brock Lesnar against Braun Strowman. The first thing I do is go out and re-sign Braun Strowman. I, I give him his old contract and another million dollars a year to say, please come back. Because that's the matchup we all wanted and we never got. See, that's the thing about wrestling that I've learned. And I've learned it by listening to people that are really smart about it, whether it's Paul Heyman or whether it's Jim Cornette. If you've never seen it before, it's going to make money. We never really saw one-on-one Brock against Braun. That's money. It's total money. This is why, as God is my witness, if I win the lottery after giving most of it to charity, I'm getting you and the other ass family to start up our own wrestling leagues. Our storylines will put other leagues to shame. I appreciate that. Uh, You need to cut your own promo on Twitter and TikTok and call out Vince to hire you as the producer talent manager. Man, I do not want to live in Connecticut. I'll just say that right now. If if they could just let me do it here at the house and I could talk to all the wrestlers on all my TVs and all my phones and shit like that, more than happy to. But, man, oh, man, it just – and see, this is the kind of stuff that we used to have conversations about in this country because wrestling isn't woke. We used to be able to have that kind of conversation about football, but nobody really wants to have that conversation about football because there's just something about football. Baseball, you can have the conversation about baseball. Basketball, nobody gives a fuck about basketball, but football, you used to have that conversation, whether it was the NFL, whether it was the NCAA. And I really think that now with 
And like I said, I'm not a big fan of Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC. I understand it. I, I welcome back the beating of Arkansas every year. That's going to be great. And, and, of course, beating Texas A&M like a fucking drum. But I saw these conference realignments, and I laughed because the University of Nevada wasn't mentioned anywhere, and they think they're one of the biggest programs in the country. And it just makes me laugh every time I see them not included. By the way, they should be included, but they aren't because they're so goddamn full of themselves. Got great people that support those teams at the University of Nevada, and the people that run those fucking teams and that university all can suck on a big bowl of dicks. Arnie, you know if Vince called you up to enter the ring uh, and give a heel promo, you'd jump on it. Oh, you goddamn right I would. Well, Bobby Lashley, ooh, 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 aren't you so big and mean? Hey, Bobby, I'm going to get your paycheck, and I'm going to pin it to your the middle of your back. You're going to go broke. You can never grab it. Are you going to try to catch me now? Okay. Boom, then I hit him with a steel chair right in the head. By the way, head, head, head chair shots back. Oh, I'm I'm gonna bring it back. I'm look. I, I want to have some guys in there. Randy Orton. I'm telling you, these younger wrestlers. Hey, if they botch something, you give them what they call in the business a receipt. The last big great receipt I saw was on Braun Strowman. It's like a three way match at a WrestleMania, where he actually did knee Brock Lesnar in the head. Brock got up and punched him twice in the fucking face. And you can hear Brock go, what the fuck are you doing? He receded him quick. No one knows who UNR is. After moving back to Texas, I have never heard UNR mentioned once. I have to tell people what UNR stands for when I mention I transferred to Tech from there. All right, enough me yapping. As much as I want to keep talking about the squared circle, I got to get my therapy walk. And then pass out for a while. Adios, familia. Have a glorious Monday. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. All right, Ogre. Thank you. But I'm, look, I'm not opposed to the move to the SEC. I just don't like it. I don't like what it does to history, what it does to rivalries, what it, what it does to everything. I mean... Every year, it was playing Texas Tech on Halloween, whether here or there. As a kid growing up, you look forward to that. Every year, second or third weekend out of the year is my birthday, which would always be the Rice game, which meant I was going to have a great birthday weekend because the Longhorns don't ever lose to Rice. By the way, just to let everybody know, Warbird, if you're listening, University of Rice, three, University of Alabama, zero. Rice is undefeated against Alabama. Go Owls. Woo-hoo. UT lost twice to Maryland from the Big Ten. Yeah, both to start the season. Both under Tom Herman. 
bag of shit. Good old Arnie State's on commentary. Texas Tech's going to end up in the Pac-12, damn it, most likely. Awful place for him. Look, the rich are going to get richer. That's all there is to it. The SEC now easily becomes, I I mean, honestly, if they want to move it to 12 teams, the SEC could have six of those teams in the 12. Oh, they'll have at least four. If they're going to break it down into four, four four-team groups of the SEC, then each one of those winners is probably going to end up, I mean, oh, it, it, it's going to be ugly. It is really going to be ugly. So there you go. Uh, speaking of something that is ugly, you ready for this? Oh, where did it, where did it go? Uh, shoot. Did I not use, oh, there it is. There's a story right there. Aaron Rodgers allegedly is going to retire. And they said that this weekend, remember I told you a couple weeks ago, the the Packers made a huge offer to to make him the highest paid player in the league and all this kind of bullshit. It wasn't all guaranteed money because Aaron Rodgers has come back and said, I want $45 million a year guaranteed, guaranteed two-year contract. Hold on. Now, is it about the money? Or is it about him not having to worry about these one-year deals that he keeps getting? I get it. Brother wants to get paid, and the only way he can make sure he gets paid and he stucks around for two years is sign that kind of contract. I think I I think the Packers are fucking. I I think they've let this situation get so far out of hand. How? Yeah, just uh, real quick on all my all my football fan listeners here. How do you let him either retire or go? He won the fucking MVP last year. He's been. In the NFC Championship game, I believe, the last two years. How, how do you let him go? I, I, I don't know if he has one year left on his contract, because if he has one year left on his contract, he can retire and then come back, pull a Favre. I'll tell you this right now. If he does that, he's either going to sign in Minnesota, Chicago, or well, God, nobody wants to sign in Detroit, so he won't go Detroit. He's going to go to some place that plays the Packers, and he is going to stick it up the Packers' ass every time he plays. <laughs> it's not like they have a history of letting quarterbacks retire too early or anything, right? What a, what a dumb organization. Everybody says, oh, it's such a great organization. The Packers, ah, the Packers. Oh, look at that. Let's get some brats and watch the Packers. 
let's watch the Packers implode like they always do. Uh, all right, we'll take a break here. When we come back, we will finish. Uh, well, actually, we ain't going to take a break. We actually have to do the second round of Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. We are doing the cereals, the Mount Rushmore of cereals. And in the last segment, ladies and gentlemen, that's right, the Mount Rushmore of cereals. That was weak. Weak shit, Arnie. Anyway, Frosted Flakes and the Lucky Charms have moved on and are on the face of Mount Rushmore. Who will join them? Well, we're about to find out in the second round of the Mount Rushmore of cereals. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. First matchup, ladies and gentlemen, we have the one and only, the captain himself, Captain Crunch. Now, this includes original with Crunch Berry, peanut butter, every flavor of Captain Crunch taking on, oh, you silly rabbit, tricks are for kids. Captain Crunch versus tricks. Ask family, who ya got? ourselves a winner, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Captain Crunch runs away with it. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Oh, boy. Next matchup. We have that wild toucan Sam. The guy who looks like he got a blowjob from all your moms with all those shades of lipsticks around his nose. And I give you Fruit Loops. Taking on those three little bastards, Snap, Crackle, and Pop. The Rice Krispies. Fruit Loops versus Rice Krispies. Ask family who you got. <laughs> And that damn toucan drowned Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Look at that. Fruit Loops moves on. All right. Next matchup, ladies and gentlemen. Oof. Yeah. This is for all you quote-unquote healthy people out there. You ready? Allegedly, there are two scoops in each box of Raisin Bran. Let me remind you, the second word is brand. 
taking on those oh-so-popular flavors of Life Cereal, Raisin Bran versus Life. Ask family, who ya got? Well, someone someone went off the board there and said a a bag of nickels. No, no, I'm sorry, but Raisin Bran moves on. Somebody said with a lot of sugar. Amen to that straight fire. All right, final matchup on the Western Count. Boy, this one's going to be a tough one. I don't think it's going to be that tough. It's going to be tough on me, though. Oh, the seasonal cereal that is just so damn good. It's got those evil marshmallows in there. But I give you the one and only Count Chocula taking on Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Count Chocula versus Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Ask family, who ya got? French Toast Crunch, but Cinnamon Toast Crunch moves on. Cinnamon Toast Crunch moves on. It's a close battle, though. Here we go to see who is on the Mount Rushmore. First matchup is set, ladies and gentlemen, between the captain, oh, my captain, Captain Crunch, taking on that wild toucan, toucan Sam and Fruit Loops. Captain Crunch. Fruit Loops, ass family, who you got? Mount Rushmore of cereals. 
Who will get that last coveted spot? Will it be Raisin Brand? Two scoops. Or will it be Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Raisin Brand. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Ass family. Who ya got? because it almost pulled it out there. Aunt Stephanie wrote, how the fuck is Raisin Bran even an option? I had to throw it in there. It did not make it. Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch moves on. So the final four is now set. Captain Crunch, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Frosted Flakes, and Lucky Charms. That is your Mount Rushmore of cereals. We will find out in the end of the next segment who will be the face of this Mount Rushmore next here at ArnieRadio.com. Standing in the rain With his head hung low Couldn't get a ticket It was a sold-out show
Stakes Show at ArnieRadio.com. The Arnie Stakes Show at ArnieRadio.com. The Arnie Stakes Show at ArnieRadio.com. You said it, man. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Uh, all right, welcome back to the big show here on a Monday as we open up the mic for the last time today. Still got some stories to get through, and of course, we have to figure out who the face of the Mount Rushmore is. By the way, if you missed last week's big announcement, I had a huge announcement last week about the uh, stand-up show in Sacramento. About a story that has never been told before. And I'm going to tell that story on stage at the Esquire IMAX Theater in downtown Sacramento. So you don't want to miss it. Just go to ArnieRadio.com, click on the uh, the, the little uh, link, link you over. You can buy your tickets. Bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Now, uh, I have been saying this for a long time, and everybody laughs at me. Oh, you're just saying that, Arnie. And then I found proof. And then I found more proof of it later that people steal from me. Remember most recently, Dave Portnoy cut his teeth writing a book about how we don't belong in the ocean. You know, two years after my stand-up show. Uh-huh. I think I, think I am so underground in Hollywood and places like that that they use my stuff. Because uh, what has happened now is Joe Rogan last week on his show, he had a guy that was kicked off. He was canceled because he made some bad jokes, some Asian jokes or something. Joe Rogan goes on to say, that's a den of thieves at Saturday Night Live. They're stealing from writers. They're stealing from performers. If you're a writer and you submit your package, the higher-up writers will steal your shit. If you submit a package, like if if you want to become a writer and you send them something, they keep that package. It's no longer your writing. They own it. You send it to them. That's what they do is they steal. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe they steal from podcasts. Girl learns math from smart goat. Yeah. Or smart pig knits sweater for cold goose. You know, every time duck takes a nap at the foot of a toddler's bed, we lose a customer. But instead of going vegan, you should buy your meat from us. Because we only serve meat from animals that genuinely deserve to be killed. (laughs) Wow, look at that. Wow, man, oh man. If only a radio show was doing a bit about how they would would get uh, all these cows and stuff and they would only serve them when they naturally died. Once again, Saturday Night Live, bunch of damn thieves. Stealing people. Stealing from people. And by the way, the, the writers at Saturday Night Live, the reason why they steal is because they suck. Because Saturday Night Live now has, instead of, lost the, the crown of the king of satire and has now gone to the king of wokeness. They don't make fun of Joe Biden. And by the way, why would they? Oh, because that's a gold mine? Can't turn on Joe. 
Oh, he's a sad old man. I, I, I don't recall seeing one weekend update where they made fun of Jen Psaki. Hmm? Where, where are you at, Saturday Night Live? You used to see both sides or every side of the comedy coin. Now you don't. And that's why your show sucks. And that's why you have to steal from people. So, uh, Colin Jost, I know you're listening this morning. By the way, your wife is a fucking ugly beast. I didn't see her fucking movie either. And Michael Che, since you're probably going to listen to this later, when Colin brings it into you, to shine your shoes, um, I just want to say you're a racist. So there you go. Good morning, fellas. Lauren Michaels, yeah, you know how to contact me. Mm-hmm. Another show I could fix. Fix wrestling, now I do this. No, I don't think this is anybody. Hello, you're there? You on the show? Yeah, goodbye. Idiot. Uh, all right. Let's see, what is next? It's happened in Kansas City, Missouri. A Waldo, Missouri man was so fed up with a massive sinkhole that he opened up his neighborhood and decided to throw a pool party, complete with swim trunks and a cool drink. Bradley Walsh snapped a picture of the new neighborhood pool near West 74th Street, Pennsylvania Avenue. Picture shows yellow caution tape surrounding a damaged street. The broken pavement is submerged in standing water. Colin Joe's wife is uh, Scarlett Johansson. I think it's a beard for both of them. That's right. I said it, Colin. I figured you out. Colin, it's okay to love the cock, man. And, and and Scarlett Johansson, yeah, your rug muncher, fantastic, good for you, good for you. Yeah, I I know that you're the you're you're the top, right? That's how they say it. It's not pitcher and catcher. I mean, like like like, look, look guys, guys, let me let me ask this question here real quick. And I'm not trying to be homophobic here or anything. So please, 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 if if there are any gays listening. To all the dads out there, if you had a son, your son's gay. You're gonna love your son no matter what. You're gonna, you're gonna, you are going to love your son no matter what. Puts a little, little, little pep in your step when you find out he's he he's the pitcher, the top, as they call it, right? That that, that makes you a little bit happy, right? Yeah, I mean you're not unhappy because your son's. You know, true to themselves, being gay. They, your son's gay, but like when you fail, when you find out that that your son is kind of the, I, I don't want to say the man in the relationship because that you know that's uneducated people would say something like that. But you know, you got, you, you feel like that's my boy. You know, you, you got that feeling again. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is the hottest woman in Hollywood right now. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, no. That'd be Margot Robbie. 
There, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's Margot Robbie. And definitely not Scarlett Johansson. Halle Berry is still better looking than fucking Scarlett Johansson. That's one way to call him captain of the team. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he's the giver. See, that's what you're proud of. Your son is, is giving. He's continuing to give like you showed him. Margot Robbie is hot as well. Yeah, she's the hottest chick in Hollywood, easily. Or any porno chick made up. Not made up, not very good looking. Just got to tell you that. So, yeah, this old boy, <laughs> he made a, a, a sinkhole swimming pool. Let's see. Let's Google something. Let's, let's see. Hottest in Megan Fox, hottest girl in Hollywood. Oh, Megan Fox, I can't, man. Not with them big toes she got for thumbs. Jessica Beale, fuck her. Jennifer Lawrence, God, no. Mila Kunis, she's still hot. Kate Upton, yeah. Michelle Rodriguez, oh, hell no. Hell no. I don't care about her toe thumbs. Not, not until you see it on your wiener and her thumb looks bigger than your wiener. If she would have never shown her thumbs, Megan Fox could still be the hottest chick in Hollywood. She showed her thumbs, though. That killed it for everybody. Let's see. 25 hottest women in Hollywood. Katy Perry, no. Shakira, she's in Hollywood. Where is she in Hollywood? Kristen Bell, no. Jessica Lewis, no. Selma Hayek, all right, now we can talk. Hayden Penitary, no. Rachel McAdams, hell no. Jennifer Lawrence, no. Blake Lively, all right. Keira Knightley, all right. Olivia Wilde, well, if I didn't hate her guts so much for what she did to Jason Sudeikis, but yes, uh, all right. Rihanna, don't care about her anymore. Jennifer Aniston, she's starting to age out a little bit. Still got it, though. Kate Beckinsale, eh, she's hot because she's got an accent. Emma Watson, no. Selena Gomez, no. Gabrielle Union, no. We we don't say good things about Brie Larson on this show. Brie Larson's a cunt on this show. Just ask Alicia. Adriana Lima, don't even know her. Mila Kunis, oh, hell yeah. Natalie Portman, possibly. Kate Upton, no, she let herself go. Charlize Theron, no. Jessica Alba, never showed her boobs off in the movie, fuck her. Scarlett Johansson, can't do it. And Megan Fox, they got. There you go. Do we have a, yeah, I, I do believe we do. Olivia Wilde is way hot. We'll still be hot. <laughs> Jennifer will be, still be hot when she's 80. Like, she's starting to age out. She's still in my hot list. But, yeah, I, I like Olivia Wilde. And nowhere in there was Margot Robbie. What kind of craziness is that? Come on now. Really? Shakira is hotter than Margot Robbie? No. That, that's ludicrous. Luda, Luda.
Uh-oh, what did I miss about Brie Larson? She's just a, a, not a very good person. She doesn't treat her family very good or her friends very good. She's from the Sacramento area. And, yes, Alicia hates her. Hates her with a white hat passion. It's pretty fantastic. So, uh, Stinkfist, I'll, I'll, I'll pass that on. Why, why, oh, why do you hate her so much? Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, Shakira shaking those hips increases the hotness. But after four kids, I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, we got we got to take a small trip here. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Uh, I just got a text about an AEW thing. I, I, I'll get back to rest. Let me do these two stories. I'll do the wrestling, and then we'll finish up with the, uh, whatchamacallit, death match. Alicia hates someone. We all hate that person. Or or, or, Riggle, or, or Alicia will beat your ass, yeah. Uh, all right, let, let's see. Uh, this old boy here was traveling to New York. I don't know where he's coming from. In some kind of man-made cylindrical vehicle. It looks like a paddle boat wheel with floats in it. He started floating from St. Augustine, Florida, and was going to go to New York, but ended up back on shore after complications. The complications that you're a dumb fuck for wanting to use like a paddle boat to go up the eastern seaboard? What kind of jackass does it? Here's a look at his vessel. I'll share the story with you. Does he not have a family, like a wife or, 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 or kids that would look at that and go, so, so you're going to brave the eastern seaboard in the height, mind you, the height of hurricane season, and you're going to try to paddle your way up to New York? Yeah, complications are your insanity fucking is blowing out of control, dumbass. If I was a Coast Guard and I show up on this, that that, that guy's going to get shot. Coast Guard carries guns, right? Just shoot that guy right in the leg. What kind of asshole does that? Jesus. Well, we aren't going to leave the Sunshine State too quickly. No, no, no. God. How how much is this not going to surprise you? Where did this happen? Uh, In Pensacola. Oh, lovely. Gorgeous. Um, This fellow was in uh, O'Reilly's Uptown Tavern in Pensacola. When he pulled out a gun to show it to a man and a woman at the bar. The man then made a quick motion to put the gun into an imaginary holster under his shoulder. When 
the gun went off and then struck him. The bar manager warns Sonnen and says, I don't know if he was pretending to be a badass or something, but from what I can tell, it was a complete accident. Cops were flagged down at the bar after the shooting. He left the bar and checked himself into a local hospital before they could get to the scene. Uh, they're trying to figure out if they're going to file charge. This asshole's fucking trying to do a quick draw. Hey, look at that. I shit. I shot myself. I'm so surprised that doesn't happen more. These assholes trying to show off. Oh, look at me. I'm quick draw. Oh, I shot myself in the leg. Yeah, dumb shit. Good God. All right. Now, this question is, uh, does, do not read my name. Okay. Ask the question, what would you do with Jake the Snake Roberts, Arn Anderson, and Tully Blanchard in the AEW? Oh, that's simple. Oh, that is so easy. And there, there's another manager with Kenny Omega and, and these guys. Oh, right now, I'm just telling you right now, at the next pay-per-view, oh, you, you got to let Arn and Tully wrestle each other. That's a matchup. That, that's a dream matchup. Yeah, maybe they're the seconds in the side and they get in the ring. If you get a chance to use Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, Oh, of course you got to use them. Jake the Snake Roberts, now that he's all healed up, have him throw a DDT on a guy or two. Maybe not bring him back for a whole match because those guys are all old. But have him do, like, their signature. Have Arn Anderson put somebody in Spinebuster. By the way, his son looks just like him, except he has hair for now. That shit's falling out, kid. Has the same look, the same demeanor. Just not that big yet. Come on, kids, start eating. Start to grow up to be your, like your daddy. We need more Arn Andersons in the business. Arn was the truth. I didn't know that alcohol and guns don't mix, right? I mean, seriously. You got Sting there. I mean, look, look. Here's the thing. The AEW has done a great job of acquiring talent. They've got Sting. They've got Daniel Bryant now. they got CM Punk. Uh, they have the big show, Paul White. They've got Mark Henry. They've got some legit players. And you're going to have to put them, you're going to have to feature those. And, and everybody loves Kenny Omega, so you still got Kenny Omega, you got Jericho. You got these big names there. You got to start using your big names, John Moxley's, even though I hate him. But look, they're going to do something. And, and once again, once again, this is me showing how I, I, I don't have loyalty to Vince McMahon. I'm not shitting on him. But this Wednesday night on AEW, and it sounds like I'm paying, or I'm being paid to say I'm not. 
They're going to have this guy, Nick Gage, a guy who's a hardcore wrestler. I mean, these are the guys that throw each other through, like, sheets of ice or sheets of glass, throw each other on thumbtacks, have explosion matches. He's going to be wrestling on TBS Wednesday night against Jericho. This is going to be an old-school Abdullah the Butcher King Kong Brody type match. Vince ain't doing that. People are going to say, oh, my God, I've never seen that before because a lot of that stuff is, you know, really inside, inside wrestling, these, these death matches, these hardcore matches. And I don't necessarily like them unless there's a good story behind it. There's no good story behind this. They're doing this as a part of a, a wheel. I think this would have been the best last wheel that they're using in this storyline, but it is what it is. So there you go. I hope that answered question. No name. You mean not want people to know you like wrestling? The fuck's wrong with you? Wrestling's awesome. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's uh, let's finish things up, shall we? Let let us get to the end of the celebrity, celebrity. Ass. 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 death match. Mount Rushmore of Cereals! Man, oh man, what a first two rounds we've had. We got some heavyweights up there. We got Frosted Flakes, we got Captain Crunch, we got Lucky Charms, and we got Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But who will be the face? Who will be the face? We find out now. Let's get it on. All right, in our first matchup, Ass Family. I give you those cornflakes that are dipped in sugar and love and sold by a speaking tiger. I give you Frosted Flakes. Taking on the cereal that really is no flavor at all until you chomp down on those blue diamonds, those purple pumas. Those yellow scallions, whatever they have in Lucky Charms. Frosted Flakes, Lucky Charms. Ask family, who ya got? Charms moves on. And now we'll face off against the one and only who worked his way up through the cereal lines as a lowly pi- pi- private. 
Now he is a, a captain. I give you Captain Crunch taking on Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Captain Crunch, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, ask family, who ya got? God in heaven, in this fight now. Wow. Cinnamon Toast Crunch has a family, for God's sakes. Captain Crunch moves on. So the final matchup is set. Will it be the cereal that is magically delicious in Flucky Charms, or will it be Captain, my Captain, Captain Crunch? Lucky Charms, Captain Crunch, ask family, who ya got? Ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get to. Together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. <laughs> ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding. Banana phone. Oh. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best. Beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong. Oh, it's me. Banana phone. Douglas, she hates me. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. I'm a cellular. What a phone. Oh, it is over, ladies and gentlemen. And your winner is Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch is the face of the Mount Rushmore of Syria. Uh, we'll have another category uh, later this week. I'll give you a couple to choose from this week. We'll vote on it tomorrow. Figure it all out. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else is there? Olympics are on, so you got that to watch, all that kind of crazy shit to watch. Uh, all right. Remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, when we come back on the same time, same Arnie station, uh, Y'all have a fantastic day, and adios, everybody. Swinging doors, soft dust floors, a heartache drowns as the whiskey pours. There's a hole in the wall. Some free for all The ring and crack of that old cue ball I've been falling in here
and the lonely belong And wonder what's going on Beyond that blue neon I hear tell there's people out there Who don't know what losing you means They don't have a heart that just falls apart at Life still goes on Beyond that blue is outside waiting to arrest him.